This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. There we go. All right, Kelsey, you and I one more time. Okay. La, la, la. So we have the same 30-30. Yes. Oh. Wow, we are both really loud for some reason. Yep. That happens. Yep. <laughs> Nobody has ever said, I wish you guys were quieter. T- or I wish you guys were louder to the two of us. <laughs> that's always a shut up. <laughs> it, that's very true. Um, I can hear myself Four. enough. Can you hear Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to me, it is great. Uh-huh. Alrighty. <laughs> it just gets more you glamorous can, and well done every single, every single time. time. It's like we're pros at this anymore. We're really good at yeah. this. Well, this is Talk 30 to me. Hi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> this is Kimmy. I'm Kelsey. Um, yeah, this is our this is our Thirty Rock podcast. We like to talk about Thirty Rock. We we watch it, we talk about it, we quote it to each other. We live it, we breathe it. Yeah, it's pretty much all hail Tina Fey. Woohoo! Um, so, so we have a guest today. Yeah, we do. We're not alone again. I know this is exciting. We've gotten a couple of guests, Kelsey. People have actually come and sat with us and talked to us about Thirty Rock. Isn't that crazy? I love it. People that love the show, people that don't love the show. It's yeah, great. It's really it's, exciting. I like it. Who's our guest, Kelsey? Our guest today is Miss Alma. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, Alma. Alma Cook is a fabulous musician, a lover of 30 Rock, and a friend. Mm. And the best combination <laughs> right there. Oh, friend, man. musician, loves 30 Rock. Oh, the Golden. trifecta. I know. Yes. It's really all I want when I like choose friends. I'm like, how much do you love 30 Rock? <laughs> how artistic are you? Ooh, um, yeah. And then how much are you, my friend? Yeah, I scored, <laughs> do you like I scored me? pretty well. You scored this. really well on this, uh, <laughs> this test. 10, 10, 10. Exactly. Like Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Um, Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Not only are you here to talk about 30 Rock <laughs> after lo- I take long pauses, you are here to <laughs> sing about 30 Rock. Yes, sing. <laughs> We're really excited. One about of 30 that. Rock's greatest hits. It's mm-hmm. so true. So I'm, well, are we? I'm going to save that for later. Maybe we're not going to mention it. Yet. Yeah, we want to. We want to talk 30 Rock for a little. We'll bit. We'll talk. Make them wait. Yeah, yeah, I really want to wait because it's worth wait for it. it. Wait dun, for dun, it. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh, look at you, Hamilton. <laughs> was that on purpose? <laughs> I was making fun of you. Oh, I knew you were because I love so cute. I hear wait for it. I think i met your mother and but oh, i'm not nearly cultured enough not to make for that, that but yeah because you said it like twice in the last wait episode for, or something. wait for it yeah a in a really short period of time and i was like she's funny <laughs> <laughs> i like i like this girl, girl she's checking <laughs> off my licks now like ah oh, funny uh, exactly <laughs> so we're talking 30 rock um we we were talking about the source awards and we're talking about the fighting irish but first we need to do 30 30 aka kelsey's doing 30 30 because i came up with nothing nothing mm-hmm. so i had never watched any drunk history i've oh. never seen a single episode of it dear lord kelsey that's like I something know. you would love i know i know i'm really excited I, that's right what now. i've learned and so i got through a couple episodes and then i started skipping around to like aaron mcgathy's episode like i was just like intentionally jumping through but the very first episode has jack mcbrayer in it and will forte and chris parnell and it was kind of exciting it was like a i wasn't intentionally watching it it's like a find, mini reunion yeah to find somebody from 30 rock on it but I found three people, which is really cool. Don't you love when they do that? Yeah, they it just surprise makes me happy. I'm like, were you guys backstage? Like, you guys remember when we were on that show together? I'm sure that's exactly <laughs> how they worded it. I hope so. So, like, because Jack McBrayer, he was Nixon's aide. 
Um, of course he or was. Something like he's that. even he's even get at the page when he's on Drug History. <laughs> Story of his life. Uh, Will Forte plays Edwin Booth with Adam Scott playing John Wilkes Booth. Oh, um, mm-hmm. they're gonna kill me. Again. <laughs> oh, I forgot they were brothers. He had a brother. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. And then Chris Parnell was actually on Aaron McGathy's episode. That's the one that he was on. He was. Oh, on the so they're not one. together. So they weren't hanging out backstage. No. I, so two of them were though. Okay. Um. Oh, and then I also watched the episode of Friends this week where Alec Baldwin plays Phoebe's boyfriend Parker, who's just really excited about everything. I love that cameo because <laughs> it's such a different turn for him. It was so weird to watch him. He's always that. so dark and moody in the five things I've seen of him, which is Hunt for the Red October and the Thirty Rock. Not dark. Dark's <laughs> the wrong term, but like moody and like serious yeah. and sincere. No, do you great. did you seek that out? Did no. you like let me see what I'll blah, blah, blah. I'm no like so, so I I'm, I'm, I'm in my rewatch of Friends right now Got one it. of my millionth times through. We and know was, how those are, yeah. Yes, man, constantly. <laughs> I cuz I fall asleep to TV shows cuz if I fall asleep to music I start like conducting in my sleep um and so <laughs> get the checked out yeah so i fall asleep to tv shows the shows that i know the most and i'm just going through friends right nice. now and I, before i fell asleep i'm like hey it's alex so i couldn't fall asleep because i was like oh this would be a great 30 30 yeah and that's where i was there you at. Go. no i must stay awake this yes. is for my podcast <laughs> i don't already know this episode backwards and forwards <laughs> but yeah so that's my 30 30 those are things that they've been in they were in a long time ago or it was after 30 rock they were in that kind of fun. i i chris parnell uh um, jumps out at me in a lot of th- like physically jumps out at me um and from the bushes no he's like in a lot of stuff he's got a wonderful speaking voice mm-hmm. so um, i think recently he's in a i want to say progressive commercial except flow is progress he's in like a car insurance commercial where he's a talking car insurance box a talking car insurance yeah box? like okay. what is a talking car insurance i, oh, <laughs> I know that clearly <laughs> the role that he always set out to play Why is my phone <laughs> away from me of- right now okay, chris, Parnell. chris Parnell do in- the insurance commercial google it He's like a box and he's like complaining and he's in therapy. Maybe it's not car insurance and I just assume because it looked like the progressive box. <laughs> Hang I'm on. not an active If you search Chris walk. Parnell, it pops up with progressive insurance. <gasps> I was right. Oh, it was progressive up. insurance. Oh, who box. is the voice of the progressive box? I'm sorry. An insurance <laughs> box is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I have to like, I'm wrong enough for when I'm right. I have to really revel in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big moment for me. Who is the voice of the progressive box? He's also in Rick and Morty, so I love him. I remember mm. there was something, I can't remember what it was, but I had gotten into an argument with an old coworker about whether John Krasinski was the voice of something. I'm like, no, he's not. And we got back and forth. And then I had to Google it and he was right. And I was really sad about it. But No, that's fair. I want to touch on this one thing before we move on, though, the fact that you hadn't watched Drunk History. First of all, you need to go back and rewatch. So you watched the TV show, but it was a bunch of online sketches before it was a TV show. They did like five, including one as Michael Sarah as Alexander Hamilton. I love Michael Sarah. Yes. So this is like it's like you're. I'm just like this is why I'm sitting here like rubbing my face because this is like your thing. I know it is. But because I I was just going through Hulu and it popped up and I was like, oh, I should. You're going to love it. But you should watch the YouTube sketches because it was like Will Ferrell was link uh, was linked in one which was great oh. but um also i'm gonna really digress speaking of michael sarah there keeps being an ad on my facebook that says millennials learn how to manage your money I and it's a photo <laughs> of michael sarah <laughs> and he hasn't i don't i mean michael sarah knows how to manage his money i'm Clearly, assuming yeah. he has st- not been in many movies but he's still doing okay i just like or don't, his accountant does. i just want to know the 60 year old who was like googled millennial and you're like this one wears a beanie sure <laughs> you sure he's not the one teaching the course it, oh, oh. <laughs> oh like all those dustin hoffman acting yeah, he's classes. retired early <laughs> You know, like, look you can retire at 29 just like me or however old he is how old yeah. is michael sarah 
I don't know. I, I feel like he's 30. probably older than we'd think. Yeah. He's a baby 30 or 32. Because he's like four or five years older he's than me. He's always 14 to me. Yeah. George Michael. <laughs> he's always George Michael. Well, I'm glad we've talked about so much 30 Rock. Yeah, we're only, you know, 10 minutes in. <laughs> I'm kidding. You want to talk about the first episode? <laughs> I think it's time. I think we covered it. Um, wait, no. You know what we haven't done? We haven't asked Alma about her relationship to 30 Rock. Oh, good call. We're horrible hosts. <laughs> wow. I think we were just like kind of having fun. I forgot about that. I know. I'm sorry, Alma. Alma, what's your relationship with 30 Rock? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was uh, pretty late to the game. I specifically remember um, 2013... Didn't have internet in my apartment, but I had an iPhone 3G or something with unlimited data. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Living in a studio apartment in Chicago all by myself, and I was kind of lonely that summer. So I just decided to binge things on my phone. Started with 30 Rock and uh, never stopped. That's yeah. the best. Call. Did you know yeah. go when you were scrolling through possible shows, had you heard about 30 Rock, you kind of had an idea, or you just saw Tina mm. face face, and you're like, yeah, yeah. let's try. Yeah, I mean, try. like, she was probably the selling point, because I recognized her, and I mean, I don't, I don't really know actors like that, so, like, when I see someone who's familiar, like, <laughs> I notice it. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't say that I went in with, like, super high hopes or anything. I just needed something to do with my summer and, like, a way to kill brain cells <laughs> so yeah um, i remember i had this like murphy bed that like folded out of my wall and i just oh remember gosh. like having my phone like being on my back with my phone up like in the air <laughs> just watching 30 rock for like 12 hours straight That's, you're on my arms yeah. that summer were just yeah no, very toned right <laughs> all thanks to tina Fey. Thanks, 30 rock. <laughs> saying yeah. i had a murphy bed is the most chicago thing i I've know ever heard. <laughs> it was great it was that's awesome. so funny to me and so did you just binge the whole thing just beginning yeah straight through and i mean it was off the yeah. air by uh, it was off the air yeah, by okay, then yeah. it was all i think if it was all the college, seasons were yeah. on netflix mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'd write i don't i don't think that i knew about it in high school the way you guys did it wasn't really up on we TV. were weird <laughs> yeah mm. or, or cool probably just weird no that's awesome so what about the show you watched all of it and you and i talk tv a little bit particularly mm-hmm. because you're really nice and you know i like tv um <laughs> you the shows that you like i always really i never can quite see coming what you're gonna like and what you're not but in general the shows you really like i find have very well-written interesting female protagonists not always but like I associate that with you because you enjoy things like Parks and Rec and Jane the Virgin, right? Mm-hmm. These shows with really well-written, interesting women. Um, would you say that's true? You know, is that what appealed to you about 30 Rock? Like, what grabbed you? You know, I would actually kind of put it in the same boat as Parks and Rec for me because I, well, Parks and Rec, I started more just so I would get the references people were making all the time. <laughs> yeah, people do like that. Yeah, yeah. watching a show. Yeah. But with 30 Rock, it wasn't, it wasn't quite that. I think I just saw it and... To be honest, nothing grabbed me about it right away, but it was the kind of thing that you watch it long enough and you get attached to the characters, and so you just kind of want to know how things play out. And I was like, are Liz and Jack ever going to date? Like, And I Googled that, and I'm like, I have to see for myself. <laughs> these, are, these are mysteries that need to be solved. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I, I wasn't like, it wasn't love at first sight. Mm-hmm. Like, That's okay, the show, best things rarely are. Yeah, it was nice though. I'm glad that I watched it. Have you rewatched mm-hmm. it? Other than just like for this episode, have you gone back there and rewatched all? I've kind of like rewatched a few episodes here and there. Okay. I, I was really grateful for the opportunity to rewatch these episodes. Um, but did you it's, keep it's going really after go-to. watching these two? I did. Did you? Okay, that's I what I did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> Girl, I just finished it yeah. again. So goal reached. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Do you have a favorite character? You know, I. I don't know that I'm in love with any particular character. I think I just like the situations that they're all in. 
But if I had to pick, I think I, I think I like Liz. Okay. I like Liz. She's really fun. That's a good choice. You know, I, I feel like the deck is kind of stacked against her <laughs> all the all the time, and um, she's just kind of trying to stay sane. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, there's something very Promethean about Liz. Like she's just you, like you said, the deck is. Can you always... define Promethean for the lay people? <laughs> Maybe I'm not using this. Not pro- me, but no. you know, <laughs> anyone else in the room? And I might Prometheus using... is the guy who like fell from the sky, right? A pr- yeah, mm, yes. Prometheus like... is the one who tried to give humans fire, and then all oh, the gods punished my him. My bad. That was Icarus. Icarus. <laughs> That's a good keep one. My Greek legends straight. I know, I know you were like, no, we're going to talk about today while talking Thirty Rock Greek legends. Mm. <laughs> no, I always think of a Promethean child because Prometheus basically was punished by the gods by. See, I mix up my Greek metaphors in these two things. There's Prometheus, who is, uh, oh gosh, this is so pointless, who is tied, <laughs> punished for giving humans fire and tied to a chain to a rock, and then every day ravens ate out his liver. Um, and then it will grow back because he's a god. <laughs> Kelsey's face is so perfect. <laughs> oh he was so god. horrified. Uh, they would eat out his liver and then fly away. And then but he, was a de- he was a god, so it would grow back. Like, he doesn't die. So annoying. So think about that. But right. then I also mix it up. There is also some sort of Greek figure that always had to roll a rock up a hill. And then it would always roll right when he gets to the top. It would roll down. And he'd have to go back and roll it up. And that's, oh. I think, what I'm thinking of. And that might not be Prometheus. So I'm glad you called me out on that because I want to be real. <laughs> I say things like that incredibly confidently. And then I was like, Kim, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm always very intimidated by your confidence. I shouldn't that's, do that's it. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. It's, it's, I've used Prometheus That's not so nearly wrong. as cool of a name. No, no it's not like to see. But it, it is very Sisyphus. <laughs> it's like an STD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Just you, oh, it sounds like syphilis. It's yeah, funny. That's what, yeah. Hey, I was doing the... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Now I'm teasing you. But all that to say, she is really relatable because there is this constant, just like yeah. nothing will ever fully... She oh, doesn't yeah. get to have everything at once. And mm-hmm. I love how that's a theme set up from this very early season is just, and they even use it in i think one of our episodes where she's you know she's mad at liz lemlo she's trying to have it all mm-hmm. and that becomes the goal for the entire show mm-hmm. she wants to have it all and the show asks is this possible and then is this actually what she wants yeah yeah and i love that i think that's a really contemporary question Take us away. Ready for episode one or Let's, 16? Actually, 16, Kelsey. <laughs> episode one of today. I was like, no, we're starting again. Of the show, episode nine of the podcast. Just a whole bunch of numbers thrown at you. Oh, just go for it. Air date was March 1st, 2007. Mm-hmm. I was newly 18 at the time. Well done. Um, made it. Director was Don Scardino, who's done a whole bunch more of 30 Rock. And then we've got writers were Tina Fey, Robert Carlock, and Daisy Gardner. This is her only 30 Rock credit. Um, she then went on to do some episodes of Californication and some episodes of the show Married with Judy Greer. Those are both the darkest shows on the planet. <laughs> go from 30 Rock. She's like, no, nothing funny, nothing funny. Let's jump to something else. Did you ever watch Married, uh-huh. either of you? Mm-hmm. It is pretty, I, maybe I missed it. It's because I watched it because it has Nat Faxon, who I love, and Judy Greer, obviously. But uh, it's basically about a couple who has an open marriage because they're having a hard time. And it was Aww. just super dark. Oh, that's really sad. I watched an episode and I was like, this is, it's one of those FX not funny comedies mm-hmm. where I was like, this isn't funny. I'm not watching this. Ew, it was dark. Have you read Judy Greer's book? No. Her book, it's called I Don't Know Where I Know You From. And it's because she's always the best friend. And she's like, that's what people always come up to going, I don't know where I know you from. <laughs> it's, that's the name of her book. And I love that she just, yep, people don't Can know Can I where be honest? 
I uh, felt that way about Wayne Brady in this episode. <laughs> oh, funny. I was so proud That's of myself so for recognizing his face. I was so proud. I was like, I'm going to find out what he was in that I recognize him from. They're going to be like, oh, like Alma made a connection. But then I realized it was Wayne Brady and I felt really <laughs> foolish. <laughs> How did I not yeah. know that was Wayne Brady? I'm, I'm going to go see Who's Line live. And I'm so Whoa. excited. I'm going to see him all in November. And I'm very excited. Oh, he's, he's not so going to be there. But, Je- but Jeff but Davis is going to be there. Oh, you're going to have fun. Yeah. You're going to have so much fun. I'm excited. No, I'm proud of you for catching it was Wayne Brady in the end because <laughs> no, I got there. It's all that matters. You got there. No, Wayne Brady. It's because you know we're also we all have a very clear concept of who Wayne Brady is because mm-hmm. he is like he is him, like his brand is him. Yeah, he, that's why he doesn't act very much. Is I think people want to see Wayne Brady. Yeah. Um. And so whenever you see him playing a character, it's like who is this guy? He doesn't act like <laughs> Wayne Brady. <laughs> that's my logic. I Good love point. him in the source. I feel words. better now. I know he's so funny. Um, the recap for the Source Awards Go I wrote uh, Kenneth unintentionally insults a bigwig hip hop artist a uh, producer that affects Tracy's safety <laughs> Jack finally has his family name on something but it doesn't quite go as planned and Les gets accused of being racist and ends up shooting a black which is a last name not but he is also black <laughs> oh my gosh as a copy editor <laughs> like, like it's my job to make language very neutral oh when, when I'm on the clock for work and so as soon as I heard a black I was like, like oh <laughs> that's funny so <laughs> this episode makes me really nervous to talk about um because why kelsey what it what it thematically is happening that right? could make you uncomfortable well, okay so not even like because i have a friend who talks a lot about rap and i get not lectures is not the right word are you afraid to say ghostface killer well, no, I know to say that one right because I got in trouble for saying that wrong before. But there's so many people that are mentioned in this episode, like Nas and all these people that I have heard so many stories about and I know a lot of the background and I'm not going to remember any of it. <laughs> um, I told my friend not to listen to this episode because I think he'd be mad at me. So <laughs> I'm really nervous to talk about this episode because there's so much in the rap hip hop world. Like they're, it's so insane and like their relationships with each other and they have their diss tracks and they go back and forth and you have to like listen to the song and who are they talking about and you go back and find out that they were mad because they slept with their like it just is crazy and so talking about this makes me really nervous <laughs> no and i don't you think they satirize that kind of element of that world really well in this oh, episode they totally do but me being the person tends to research everything every single time a new rapper was listed i wanted to go look it up and then i'd start reading like oh i already knew this and then i know that i'm going to mix information from somebody to somebody else i think you should just do it which just makes me want to say i'm not going to talk about anything go wikipedia yourself (laughs) no kelsey goes dark in this episode you're giving your listeners homework yes exactly go home and (laughs) oh man it just it makes me nervous but I just, oh my I gosh! Put that disclaimer. Out Fair there. enough. It's a very complicated world. It's so it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Is really what it is, and I'm glad I'm not a part of it because you make somebody mad, and they then write a song about you. And like, unless you're <laughs> um, Taylor Swift, I was like, Taylor Swift does that. But yeah, I don't know. So let's actually talk about the episode instead of my nervousness about the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start saying I was really happy that Wayne Brady was in because they referenced him like five episodes ago. When he was oh, like, I have Emmys. an Emmy. She's yeah. like, yeah, you have an Emmy. You stole from Wayne Brady. <laughs> um, and then That's it, the real beef. I yeah. know, exactly. Um, but what he's, he was comparing himself to Wayne Brady, right? I don't remember, but I just remember they talk about him and then he's in the episode so quickly yeah. afterwards. But they do the same thing with Whoopi Goldberg. That's true. They talk yeah. about Whoopi in the movie. But Whoopi isn't playing a character. Whoopi's playing Whoopi playing in herself, the show. That's true. Wayne Brady is playing <laughs> Stephen Black. 
Mm, that's very true. of the blacks <laughs> of the blacks <laughs> good swimmers not good swimmer. bad yeah. swimmers yeah. <laughs> so horrifying um I love uh, just the open, the, the after party, the after after party, the after 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 party. Oh my gosh. And I so think funny. it's, oh, it's so funny. Just that whole scene. And we start with one of Frank's hats. We get cool as ice. Oh as yeah. I wrote it down hat. wrong. I wrote cool as me is what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I failed at the hats this week because then I looked them up later and I was like, oh, I got none of these right. There and I missed a bunch. so many hats. He like stepped it up in these episodes. Yeah. It's like, crazy. And they're not repeating anymore. Like yeah. the ones that we got at the very beginning. Maybe mm. they got more, more budget for these episodes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> good investment yeah, yeah exactly no i want to say though i just love that bar I, we had this the other week on we're at a bar i just can't i don't understand why bars are so loud there's that bit where they're trying to talk and she keeps yelling what and like yeah. she can't understand what he's saying <laughs> hi sven <laughs> <laughs> why are bars that loud i genuinely don't understand what they gain and making it so lots of people can't talk because i lost my voice after that night at pikey yeah i, I w- couldn't talk I, I was someplace i went to someplace in the circle in orange oh i think it was was it paul's no it was haven and oh, okay. we were in that there place is talking. I was with I was with two of our friends, and we you were just trying- passed the test for classiness. <laughs> the ha- the ha- local orange humor, Paul's is sketchy, <laughs> and mm. uh, the Haven is classy. I was with uh, with two of our friends, and we were catching up and talking and like yelling at each other. And we finally asked the waiter, like, "Can we turn the music down?" They're like, "You know, people ask us that all the time, but it's part of our ambiance." Like, okay, thanks. Like, oh, oh, so annoying. And it's frustrating. It. When Liz gives Stephen her number, I just learned this week. I went out to dinner with her friend and she was telling me the trick that if you're going to give somebody your fake number it just reminded me of this but the trick to it is to give them the first digits of your real phone number and then your birthday so that's because you know how sometimes they'll ask you to repeat it mm-hmm. and so you're like like my birthday's in february so like, five seven eight two four and like well, what is it five seven yeah so yeah, you can just repeat it but that that's the trick you'd be like three one seven oh two two four how many how many times do you have to get asked for your number by someone you don't like to have like a plan well what to do <laughs> I, no, i'm impressed by that my yeah. problem is like i've had somebody ask for my number and i don't want to give them my number so i give them my google voice number but i don't have oh, my I google voice too. number memorized and so i'm always uh-huh. like uh let me call you and i like go into the google voice app to call yeah. them but i'd rather be like oh three one seven oh two two four and then run away you don't just say no, cause no you because can say no. Well, I could. Uh, that, yeah, I, I'd <laughs> rather turn give this them into a, a therapy number. session. Yeah, right. For like, why don't you? I? Why do I give people my number? If I don't. Like <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I just block them in Google Voice. Anyway, ladies' mm-hmm. advice for you. Yes, mm, free advice from from Kimmy and Kelsey. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. <laughs> um. All right. So then we have after that's all. Just the opening stuff is just the different parties mm-hmm. and all that good was really stuff. cute okay this is what i want this is something that bothers me and this okay. is it this is i'm gonna be i'm gonna put on my kelsey hat actually and be like this doesn't make sense to okay. me like on that date so they go on their first date and in the first two minutes there's that moment where she's like uh like within the first two minutes they realize they're not compatible she talked to him that entire night and it didn't come up that he was boring and like ragtime comedy and the wrong star she wars was really <laughs> tired she'd been up all night you know how sometimes you get loopy you don't pay attention yeah. mm-hmm. and the music was loud so who knew yeah she thought his name was then yeah. for most of the night he it did just, seem so suave he mm-hmm. seems so suave and handsome that's but uh, just the whole time you see them like talking at all those parties and i'm like girl you knew who he was <laughs> <laughs> you knew what you were walking into. But. Have you ever been in a situation like Liz where you're, whether on a date or, oh yeah, I'm going to get together, let's get coffee. And a couple minutes in, you're like, okay, this is going to be the most uncomfortable hour. What is the thing I can do to get out of this as quickly as possible? <laughs> no, I'm luckily I have not been in this situation. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I have two very vivid things come to mind right now and it was awful and it's really, it's really awful. No, sometimes. I've been lucky. How about you, Alma? 
Yeah, I went on a, you know this, I went on an online dating spree last summer. Mm-hmm. Just many, many dates. Yes. And so, I mean, they were all with like pretty solid people, but every once in a while there was just someone who was, um, I found like people who are really satisfied with easy answers to mm-hmm. things don't like, it's hard to have a conversation because everything is a dead end. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. then I just kind of use it to challenge myself for like, <laughs> like flexing the muscle of like carrying a conversation. That's so um, my, we, we can have a conversation about awkward dates. Like, cause <laughs> my problem is I'll go on a date with somebody and I'll be like, okay, this is, this is not going anywhere. And my thing in that moment is I'm just gonna keep asking them questions. Like, I don't want to talk about me anymore because I don't want them to like me more by <laughs> me talking about <laughs> But Kelsey, myself. they're like, wow, she cares so much That's about me. I didn't realize that Bad at first. Logic. I, was on, I went on a date with a guy who was a very, very nice guy and was right up my alley. And like, he's listening to this podcast like, hey, right there. now because he loved <laughs> and, you. And I was like, this is not going anywhere. And then we were still, like, went for like another hour, hour and a half. And I was enjoying talking to him. But I'm like, this is not going to go anywhere. And he does not realize that. And it was mm. really weird. It was uncomfortable. Breaking hearts left and right. Yep. Kelsey. That's classic. <laughs> that date ended with a gun getting pulled in front of us, by the way. What? A gun? Yeah. You can't just <laughs> drop this was, like she, this was in K-Town. This, this was a date in K-Town. No, this yeah. is a date in the area that you live in, Alma. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. This is in Little Tokyo. It was A gun got pulled in front of us, and I was like, oh my gosh. And he shoved wow. me out of the way and was like, why did you stop? They shoot the witnesses. And I'm like, oh yeah. And it, was, it was great. <laughs> Kelsey's scary, dating life dude. is one of the most interesting things. It's really fun. Mine's more boring. Hers is fascinating. I keep a Google Doc of you, all the experiences. Wait, what? <laughs> I, didn't know I didn't know this. I knew you liked to take notes, but yeah. that's kind of like... <laughs> I'll write a book one day because there have been some interesting situations. I hope you do. So I'll copy excited. edit it for you. <laughs> the guy that showed up wearing Crocs. Oh, oh. no. It hurt, it hurt my heart. Okay. No. I really hope, okay, we can get back to Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> I wanted, real quick, I wanted that. Did you watch the SNL last week where they had the guy on the date with Mar- that married to Margot Robbie and he was wearing Crocs? No. SNL did an incredible no. sketch about like, it's like a dopey looking dude with glasses and stuff with beautiful Margot Robbie. And they're like being interviewed because there's a sinkhole, but the the reporter can't get over the fact that they're married. And like the whole news team is like, no, no, no. But the scene, like, and the one of them is like, the sinkhole. And they're like, no, 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 no. I think that they met in college while she was still not good. And it's a really great sketch. You definitely that should watch great. it. I'll send it to I'm y'all. In. Please do. It's oh my so goodness. Good. But okay. Um, I really like that Angie Harmon and Liz Lemon got mixed up uh, with each other. Oh, yeah. I really thought that was funny. I thought it was funny. Because my experience of Angie Harmon is uh, Rizzoli and Isles. That's, I was looking at because I was like, I recognize the name. And I looked at I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what she was from. Liz gets compared to actually lovely women like Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. They're, they're nice confusions. It's not like, oh, you look like a troll. Yeah. <laughs> except when Jack's like, I thought he, I thought she meant Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a bummer. Jack. That was a bummer. <laughs> Rude mm-hmm. man. I also like there's a moment where she's after she's tried the Donaghy Estates wine. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm like beating your recap. But no, no, you're fine. she tries the Donaghy Estates wine and she starts scratching at her tongue. And there's a clear ADR sound where there was some guy in ADR. at NBC having to be like how do I make a tongue scraping sound and I just I don't know what he came up with my theory is uh, fingernails on rubber but I'm Uh, not sure but like you can hear very intentionally they added a sound there I thought you were going to say there was some dude in ADR like or maybe <laughs> but it's rarely the sound is really the thing what it's it not actually yeah. what the sound is made of can you guys of. tell me what ADR is um, I don't know what it stands it's, for uh, I don't know what it stands for is it just like the post audio it's the post yeah. audio okay. where they add it in so they'll have I them redo lines and they'll like stick audio. in sounds got it something. are you googling this good girl yeah 
You guys use such interesting Alternative terms. Alternative dispute resolution. I don't know. This, this is industry. <laughs> is Automated dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> don't always be. trust the first result on Google. Well, the actually, it probably result. was an ADR then because that's actually, it's like sound. Oh, it's yeah. dubbing. It, it, it's automated dialogue replacement. Because it's yeah. not dialogue was what I'm talking about. So I use the wrong term in this situation, but it's it's still similar department. Yeah. Um, but I just I was trying to imagine what the heck he was doing to do that. So funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelsey, did you yeah. write down the name of the firm he works for? Because I thought it was super funny. Do we cheat him in Livingston? I just oh my god! <laughs> I replayed that several times. I was like, is I, I was just trying to make sense of it. You I, know, I just I don't know. I find law firms and uh, accounting firm names are really it's like easy fodder for comedy. Oh, just stick a bunch of silly names in a row. Yeah, I find it really entertaining. Yeah. Um, so I just I was hoping I'm like Kelsey wrote it down. I couldn't catch it. I watched this at like one in the morning last night. So I like know I missed a lot of things. <laughs> Cramming for finals. Mm-hmm. What was the thing? Um, I love again and again that Liz is trying not to be racism. Racism always pops up. Trying not to be racist. She's always trying not to be racist, and it's not. Mm. It's not actually racist. Liz is not like really racist, but like her trying really hard not to be racist and how silly it is. She goes, "I'm not on it when I'm on the subway late. I'm just on a subway with a lot of (laughs) scary teenage people, (laughs) and it's just so charming because that is such a thing a bunch of white people do say when they're trying not to be racist. But Uh it's still, it's just, it's just really funny watching her go through the things we all go through in a lot of small ways. Well, do we want to talk about like the when the scene when she's finally breaking up with with Stephen? And she's like, can't one human being not like another human being? Maybe if someday our children or our children's children will hate each other that way. <laughs> he's like, oh, so everybody who does or every girl who doesn't like you is is racist. No, some are gay. That's <laughs> horrible. Uh, the AV club had an interesting. They said uh, like this whole situation is something out of when Harry met Sally. Um, it's like a rewrite by a political science major. Can a, can a black man and a white woman not be friends without it being about race? Mm. Hmm. I liked it. Interesting. I wondered... Um, as I was watching this, how an episode like this would land if it were released today. Oh, I think about that a lot with this show because mm-hmm. they de- I like that they take on rate. Like um, there's some other episodes they take on race in a really interesting way, but I don't, yeah. I don't know because some of the stuff doesn't fly. And I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, some of the stuff, maybe not even so much this episode, but th- there have been moments where I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> like kind of cringing, <laughs> just like thinking about, <laughs> the episode being in my Facebook newsfeed or something. Yeah. Oh, I was like yeah. the latest thing people are. Can you believe very, very, they said yeah. this? Yeah. Which happens yeah. now with and I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciate, here's the thing. This is my personal opinion on this and I could be wrong, but I really appreciate that like Tina Fey and Robert Carlock, they at least try to talk about it, even if it's in silly and sometimes offensive ways. I, I mean, I don't, I've never been offended, but obviously I'm not really the person that would mm-hmm. be offended. But I really appreciate I would much rather try to have the conversation in a silly but honest way than not have the conversation at all. And I appreciate that they at least try. And yeah. they do. And I think they do it pretty well on the show. But yes, it yeah, feels dated. I think they do a pretty good job about mm-hmm. it. It's very tongue in cheek. And, and you feel it feels like a family in a way. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm not the person who would be hurt by yeah. various things like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it feels like it's in pretty good faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelsey, what are the things they're talking about? The uh, oh my gosh, see, I don't remember the character's name. I just know it's LL Cool J, right? So <laughs> without rid- a newsboy ridiculous. cap, ridiculous. So ridiculous. ridiculous, but it's weird to see him not with a newsboy cap because he always wears those <laughs> newsboy caps now. Did you notice that Tracy was the only one who pronounced r- ridiculous as like the word ridiculous uh, instead of ridiculous? And everyone else, like all the white people in the room, are like ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I notice? Did, I did not I did notice, notice that, that at all. Really Good eye. Um, 
that cracks me up <laughs> i was trying to be kelsey yeah i know i appreciate that <laughs> i really appreciate it because i did not notice because like i i see i didn't notice it because i'm um, we've talked about this before i watch with the closed captioning on oh. and not that i don't i don't hear what's happening yeah. but i read what's happening and so i think that mm-hmm. that they spell it r-i-d-i-k-u-l yeah. or something like uh, it's that. o-l-o-u-s if i remember correctly ridiculous <laughs> very important detail r-i-d-i-k-o-l-o-u-s but um did you write down all the ways that he threatens people because there's one that was my favorite <laughs> um i probably did find it at some point. find it now oh when during the conversation did that happen when during the episode i because i found it i like my favorite one is where he says oh he held raven simone oh, over yeah. a balcony which <laughs> is just my favorite because this is still very recent after that's so raven Oh, yeah. Raven Simone. This isn't like rediscovered <laughs> now with pixie haircut and out as gay. <laughs> Raven Simone. This is still oh, like right. this is still, still like Disney Channel. Disney Channel quirky Cheetah Girls Raven, <laughs> which made it funnier for me. I really enjoyed. Um, I don't know if this was in that same portion, but when Tracy was talking about how he had beef with like basically every rapper mm-hmm. and why how we how we took it all the way back to ray ray's mystery garage yes <laughs> yes <laughs> the kids show <laughs> I had to check my notes to make sure i spelled that right but it's so funny it was like a, a barney like a knockoff barney oh it's yeah. even more specific than that there was a show i can't remember what it's called but they do jokes where it's like mr wizard mr wizard's mr. Wizard? uh like lab and it was always in his garage <laughs> and it was always like an old white man and a young african-american boy oh, no. um and or at least at least uh, in the episodes i've seen so it cracked oh, me up okay. it was such a specific reference <laughs> there were Tracy. two lines that were repeated at the end of the episode by ridiculous i remember ridiculous uh that were said earlier in the episode and mm-hmm. it was quoting ridiculous saying eat your family and then it's said again at the end and then the you scuffed my shoes from ray dre's garage mm-hmm. uh ridiculous <laughs> says, Diddy wears these yeah and then he says it again at the end and yeah. then yeah where's these shoes i thought it was interesting that it was a lot of jumping back and forth like oh you said that line earlier and i don't know if that wasn't maybe you'll i'm like oh like they, they've seen that episode before no it's a they it's just a line no 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 it's sick but here's the thing again like really good writing off and there's callbacks and there's like sick i like in, in really good mm-hmm. storytelling it's usually a little cyclical with things yeah. come back i mean think arrested development was like king of that right what i just i love i think for me something that's well written is where things come around and where things yeah i like those are symmetrical right it, it just speaks to my heart it, it really like honors me like as a long time watch viewer of something it feels kind of honoring like oh it's like our inside joke yeah mm-hmm. from way back in the day when exactly I well you. <laughs> so an example of that in this episode when tracy is he's like i'm gonna i have to go move and i'm gonna live under the name juan mexico <laughs> which comes up later on do they bring up juan mexico that comes up in the episode uh, sp- uh, I'm trying to think the, the episode that involves Godzilla I okay do you remember this so, no, I mean, so I'm gonna leave to that. the episode bring up Godzilla when when Tracy's son comes and he says my name is Juan Mexico that's the name that he uses like this is Oh, it's way, so way, smart. Way, way, way down the road. I would, the I would love to see the show Bible for this. And I really wonder <laughs> if they keep things like if they write things like this. So Tracy's favorite student in Juan Mexico. Like, I wonder if they take literal note or if the writers just all keep in well, mind. Well, yeah, how like Phoebe always uses Regina Falange. Like, that's just her hmm. go to like fake name for things. Yeah. I just always wonder like how they keep track of these things because there's so many because we'll say this with friends. There's mm-hmm. a lot of jokes with this show. There is a lot of jokes. Or and do, how do they keep track do you, of so do many you things? just assume mm-hmm. that the writers love the show as much as we do. So they watch it and so they as fans of the show oh it's come up with the name oh, i remember in that first episode like do you just hope that the writers are fans of the show i mean i think they definitely are if they're writing out for more than one season they probably enjoy it but i wouldn't say that they watch it it's that they read all the scripts that too so yeah no i would agree i think they all keep track of each other's jokes but i almost wonder if it's even more intentional 
like I don't know I've become really obsessed with show bibles and how those things function Mm because I heard the Duffer brothers talk about theirs for Stranger Things Mm -hmm. so I'm really interested in that part of the creative process right now so I'm going to say that way too much Um, (laughs) can we talk about so when Liz on the date with with Steven Mm -hmm. and they talk about he's like she's like what do you do for fun basically I participate in Vietnam War reenactments I take pictures of old doors and I blog about Star Wars to me that was such a hipster thing like I'm gonna go take pictures of old doors and I'm blogging about Star Wars no 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 not the one with the monsters it just felt very and and a Vietnam War reenactment I feel like that's not the normal war reenactment you get no just God, it felt no. very hipster to me. Gosh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. The old door thing, I could I could definitely see. It's super Going hipster. Like, look it's at very... this, the blue door with the oh, hallway or something. Oh, look at this, this, like, knock, <laughs> door knocker. What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> the knocker. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that feels weird to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at that knocker. No. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, it was weird. It's, it's, it's a weird I, sentence with a weird tone of voice. Well, and it's because I just read, in my notes, I just wrote in all caps, it's Ghostface Killer! Exclamation mark, which I think that's why I said Naka, like, Killa. You're I think ready. I You're dropping your R. Inside like a good the mind bread. of Kelsey. It's so true, man. It's not hard to get in there sometimes. Um, but yeah, okay, so Ghostface Killer is on this episode. He is on this which episode. Which is their, their go-to rapper for things. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is just when he's like i'm gonna go get my rhyming dictionary oh i thought like, that was oh, really cute so funny. Like, all right i know i love how they that. make him such a softy in this because my favorite line is like my tommy's killing me <laughs> I, oh i do like that one too i like that too he was, was that so cute that was on set when they were drinking the donny yeah, 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 yeah. it was horrible <laughs> everyone's like vomiting on set. i know and then i just like the one with jack's like is so there bad. corn in here <laughs> which you know what's interesting i was thinking that scene when like tracy comes in and he takes the first sip and you just see liz and jack like Okay, but it takes his third glass for Tracy to decide he doesn't like it. He drank yeah. two full glasses, and the third one is when he did like the water fountain. And was like, nope, not for me anymore. Yeah, he's very anxious in that moment. You're yeah. getting so good at I hiccuping like away from the mic, and I really I appreciate practice. it. Well done. <laughs> at home, when I feel a, pra- a hiccup coming, I like pretend I have a microphone in front of me. <laughs> just <laughs> just always, always turn away. That's my friends funny. all think I'm crazy that I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! No, um, wait. I want to go back a little bit to that moment with Floyd, where she's like, "How's the flower <gasps> guy?" I love Floyd every time Floyd's one of my favorite boyfriends I mean he might be the only one we don't know workout flower guy workout flower guy. Leather, leather pumpkin, pumpkin. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I still call I still will call in my mind when I see basketball I'm like mm, the old leather pumpkin and then she repeats it <laughs> she, she's given a lifeline and she does not take <laughs> it have you guys ever done that though because I definitely have where I'm yes. like oh I already committed to this I guess I'm saying it again <laughs> we're just gonna own that one Yep, been uh, there, done that. Sudeikis is so charming in this, though. Uh, it makes me happy that this is the start of, of Floyd's reappearance. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say, so that scene with uh, with Donaghy and uh, Liz and Tracy, where they're where he's complained to them and drinking the Donaghy Estates, um, he's like, I'm a dead man walking, eight mile. Uh, no, did you say a green mile or eight mile? He says Green Mile would make a lot more sense. He says Green Mile. Eight miles, not a dead man walking. (laughs) Green Mile is about execution, right? So he's a dead man walking. Green Mile, Christmas with the clubs. (laughs) 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 I don't even get it, but I love it so much. That's I yeah. So sweet. I just want I just want to be again. There are certain jokes (laughs) where I'm like, well, how did that come about? And I just want to. I wish I could see that one happen. (laughs) It's so funny. Mm. I love when when Jenna makes the comment race is a huge issue in this country according to Newsweek magazine oh, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that I feel like they wouldn't be able to pull off so well yeah, yeah this uh, in this year that definitely was a joke it's funny how the show feels dated <laughs> yeah according to Fox <laughs> 
It's really true. Is Newsweek even around still? I don't ever see. I see Time everywhere, but I don't see Newsweek. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I think it is. Yeah. Um, oh, I we have another Frank Hat. <laughs> he have time travel agent. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. We even got that one. I thought that was cute. I don't remember what scene it came before, but when Liz is like coaching him on like how to be Oprah, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Got John Travolta. <laughs> exactly. It was cute. It's a really cute so moment. Fun. You guys have warmed me up to the show again. Yes. It's really fun to like <laughs> get reintroduced to the characters. Like, oh, they're funny or their relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to find the speech the French president of Ritterer made when he just says, Je déteste le hip hop. Um, you know, <laughs> hip-hop. Je Dan Cook. Le Je this Dan was when Dan Cook was like a big deal too. I, I remember I like remember when Dan I was in high school, like mm-hmm. Dan Cook was like the funny comedian everyone listened to. I think this hey, was at the beginning of the end though. Oh, Dan I think Cook. it was too. Cause, cause oh, do you get asked that because your last I name? I used to. When Dan Cook was oh, big up, people would always ask me if I was related to him. That's really funny. Oh, my cook. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he's my big bro. Like yeah, he's a because I dang because he released a couple episodes and of episodes of what you call albums, and then he like took a break and like his like mom died and dad died and then he what uh, yeah his mom and dad died within like months or weeks of each other it was super intense and oh, so then that's so sad he did a special he like did another album and I don't know what he's been up to since then mm, he, he's had an interesting year because he got kicked out he got banned from the Laugh Factory which was his home comedy venue oh, um, and that happened a series of events which we can discuss off the air um but at the same time like he also was on him and louis used to have beef and he appeared on the show louis where they kind of like worked through the beef like in the episode like he wrote it yeah louis ck i shouldn't just assume when i say louis because now there's louis anderson is like really in the zeitgeist right now because of baskets but um no yeah him and louis ck had like issues and they kind of worked through it on the show Hmm. so he's making this thing about dane cook He's made choices that I don't love artistically, but he also does make interesting things. And his stand-up was, I mean, he was the first big stand-up I remember in high school. Like, I didn't, there was no, like, megastar comedians for a while, and he was the first one to show up. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I here's the thing, I think this was the beginning of the end. I think this is when, 2007 is when his movies were doing so good, and people didn't like it Was that much. when he was in, what, My Best Friend's Girl? He, he just made, like, eight movies that weren't good. So you think that when they referenced him, it was kind of like he was starting to get stale? or I think Well, I think I think it was more of a, oh, like, France is just now getting into Dane Cook and America's <laughs> oh, moving on, maybe. There you go. <laughs> and yeah. I think it's also Dane Cook might be the opposite of hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was more of like, he's like, you I know? hate it. Je déteste le hip-hop. J'adore le Dane oh Cook. Um, and then just a little, like, the way he says it, like, they just found the most, I want, again, it's one of those casting calls where, like, French man very silly like yeah. i just want to see that the way he sends that champagne yeah. and that just cheesy backdrop from him from the um the trucadero <laughs> yeah. and with the eiffel tower and then the way he just waves at the end it's one of my favorite bits very nice oh, mm-hmm. oh my goodness um going back i just love all the dates with steven and with liz i think are just really really funny he's so charming um when at the end when she's still trying to explain like we're not going to work out and he he thinks she's calling her all these things under her br- like you don't like me because i'm black what did you call me death by chocolate you're like ah, uh, like just a series of unfortunate in mouth over yes. and over <laughs> well it's because she's whispering uh, she said nasty and negative under her breath <laughs> like, but it sounded like she might have been saying something else something oh else. man Oh, the judgment. I think it's so funny seeing LL Cool J because I've never associated. This is the problem with a lot of my when I've experienced rap stars like Ice T, 
Ice Cube, LL Cool J. They had within their like hip hop rap culture, they were like real like badasses, right? But by the time they get to the part of culture that I experience more readily, it's like, are we there yet? And so I don't know them as like the really hardcore people that like were a big part of rap during the LA riots. Oh, yeah. I don't know if LA Cool J had that badass like background. I just know he was the man in the holiday, a last holiday with Queen Latifah <laughs> that me and my mother like to watch oh, occasionally. Man. So I love seeing him being mean because I'm just like, you do, uh, you sing with Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> <laughs> on a lip sync battle and you were in that Queen Latifah movie. Yeah. I'm sure he's happy to be known as those things. I know, I'm sure that's it. But like, it's just this weird thing that happens with a lot of these really hip hop stars and it, I feel kind of uncomfortable with I it. I feel like it happens were... with a lot of young um, cultural icons. Yeah, you think so? You know, they grow up and now they're the dad in the comedy or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's you fair. Know? I guess there's some tough. I guess you have Jeff Goldblum used to be like the sex symbol and then mm-hmm. he did that movie. What was it? It was Cats versus Dogs. Cats and dogs. <laughs> Not cats versus dogs, so they were versus each other. Don't you remember he was like the scientist dad in Cats and Dogs? Nope. Does not remember that movie? You have such a good memory for a movie. <laughs> it came out on my 10th birthday. So oh, I, I, I remember it. seeing it. I remember seeing it. But I don't know that I ever saw it. Oh, I, I wasn't like like trying to write down the cast members' <laughs> names. Ah, uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, he was hot. <laughs> Someday this will be useful for me when I'm on a podcast. <laughs> it's mainly because I, w- <laughs> I later watched Jurassic Park and I'm like, is that the dad from Cats and Dogs? <laughs> <laughs> he's, his shirt is open and he's on oh, a table. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, daddy. Oh. <laughs> oh, so inappropriate. Aww. But there's that line right when they're meeting with LL Cool J, aka Ridiculous, and he says, when Jack goes, hmm, that would have been a great way to shoot Tracy. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so when when they're trying to save face for Tracy and like, oh, you can host the show. And he's like, oh, my goodness. But that's there's a history of the host getting shot. And uh, and then Jack starts telling him everybody else is going to be at this at this award show. Um, although I do like <laughs> Jack saying business heals all wounds. Look at our relationships with Germany and Japan. <laughs> like, oh my God. Who can even remember? Right. And so he starts going through the list of all the people that are going to be there. We have like, do you have Nas. a favorite one? Well, <laughs> like the names. Do you remember these things, Alma? Do you remember these like things he says? Cause I have a favorite. And I want to see if you guys have a He's favorite. like, well, okay. So first of all, Nas, if you want to know anything about Nas, he has a, had a beef with Jay-Z and just ether is the song. There's a whole thing about that. But and then there's young Jeezy, um and then the game I do like hearing you say these names. i know it's really it's funny horrible. i accidentally <laughs> said the other night i was talking and i accidentally said two uh pack and said two pack no. but not and not i knew it was i said it and i it just like came out wrong but i told him i promise i would say tupac on the episode i used Tupac. to say that because that's what the brits say it's like oh uh, you like two pack um but then you have the game and the the most recent thing i like googled the game i love the game and his concert in portland this week was cut short due to gunfire Oh no! Um, so that happened this week, and then you've got Ti and Superhead and No Ti, Fabulous, Fabulous, and Redonkey Kong and MC Scat Ken, Humonculus and Raw Dog. Best uh, names, man. Yeah, I like Redonkey Kong. I like Redonkey, Redonkey Kong. Kong. I, I think Homunculus is a, is one yeah. that's really good too. <laughs> I think those were kind of awesome, and I love when when Jack tells Tracy, oh, "I'll let you carry a gun." Oh, mother, I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> so cute their relationship it's which really reminds funny. that's a very uh i've been realistic to harry potter that's a very hermione ron you yeah. know harry situation We're like oh crap hermione's here Never yes. mind. exactly that's a good uh that's yeah felt like good parallel i'm gonna say my favorite beef he had though because they're listing all the one but he was which like, one um i called this pitbull a gay wad on 106th and park, park. <laughs> <laughs> you can't insult a man's pitbull um, he, of all the things to call it young Jeezy so was bad. arrested in 05 for a shooting in Florida and he had some copyright issues battery terrorist threats 
and he released something as recently as 2015. I bet, you know mm-hmm. what, I bet that, uh, I bet the headline was on uh, Florida Man, the Twitter feed yes. about with <laughs> funny Florida, Florida headlines. Man. I'm going to promote Florida Man with my life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, We get uh, some more amazing Tracy Jordan advice in this episode. It's Kenneth quoting. Wait, can we go back? Alma, you're a musician. Do you listen to any, you said you like the game. Were any of those musicians we talked about, people you've listened to or like that you think are really interesting? Yeah, I mean, take I, advantage of her as absolutely. a musician. I, I, I'm I'm not like a hip hop historian or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, not that that would sound like a cool job, <laughs> but like give me street. There's credit. somebody out there who was like, yes, I will do that. They're totally hip hop historians. Yeah, it's like a, it's a legit thing. But I mean, I was I was in some like some hip hop bands when I was living in Chicago, but they weren't they weren't like in this vein. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the game or mm-hmm. like Nas. It was, it was a little more like jazz influence and soulful but i i do i love i love nas in the game and um what are the other ones like a lot of people in those donkey kong i mean ti ti is great i like them i like them yeah Mm -hmm. they're good i actually had like ti was one of the first cds i had there was a boy at school who like burned it for me (laughs) i like it Mm -hmm. i remember my first burn cd it had um <laughs> it had blue by iPhone 65 on it, mm. uh, and I'm pretty sure was that the first one or the second one. I just had, dated it so I know. bad. Kelsey. Thanks, Michelle. Um, and I, I think it had um, Ashley Simpson's "La La." I can't remember oh, if that was no. the first the CD she made me or the second one because I only ever listened to like Christian music, so I'm like, I need secular music. And so, wow, so it's like the bootleg secular mm-hmm. disc. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it was it said like Kelsey's music and had all like these funny little colors on it. The clay. Mm. So yeah, we get a lot more Kenneth. We should go to the Kenneth stuff though. What is the Kenneth advice? Oh, well, we get Kenneth quoting Tracy Jordan from before saying, like, nothing's impossible except for dinosaurs. Oh, my God. And then Tracy saying, the manatee has become the mento. Yes. I liked that. Anytime Tracy and Kenneth are together, it just makes me so oh, happy. Oh, it's so it's cute. Gold. Kenneth is just a good foil to a lot of people. Like, seeing him in Ridiculous go oh. at it mm-hmm. was really... Where are your visitors' batches? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because he's so <laughs> earnest and sweet, and then Ridiculous is, like, not having it. But then Tracy's, like, a different kind of contrast. Yeah. It's so funny. It's perfect. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, I just think Kenneth is probably the most interestingly defined character because he, he, does, he does play off everyone so mm-hmm. beautifully because he's so different in that world of yeah. tv mm-hmm. i think you're right the sincerity just like bounces yeah. on that show mm-hmm. um we get <laughs> like when when tracy decides to show up as oprah and he's going around oh, being very so oprah funny. you are all my children of the corn <laughs> 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 that's just so i loved funny. him in that so turtleneck oh i know oh, right man just, uh, with the earrings <laughs> oh man tracy jordan is oprah really funny he's so wonderful <laughs> Oh, okay. I think my favorite line, sorry, I keep saying this is my favorite line. My favorite line is probably when they're at the, it must be the, it was the after party for the Source Awards, which at the Source Awards, and Kenneth comes up and he's like, I got your nose. And he's like, <laughs> Jake, go get my nose. Go get my nose back. back. <laughs> and he like again, hits up. your point so beautifully. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Oh, man. That's great. Oh, my God. You seem to really like this episode. Kelsey. I really did. Yeah. yeah. It like stresses me to talk about because of all the rap stuff that I'm horrible. But I think I really, really did like this episode. I think you get. It's funny because you don't get. I think I tend to like the episodes that include the writer's room. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that in this episode. But I think I like it because you get lots of. Uh, of all the characters personality although we don't have um i don't think jenna's in this episode jenna's not in this episode i noticed that because she's in the first scene the next one i was like oh yeah you're on the show no (laughs) jenna but i think i like a lot i i I think i just like a lot when kenneth has a a decent role in an episode and when you get some 
insane Tracy stuff, but it's not him being like he's he's in a unique situation, but he's not just crazy and obnoxious about it. Yeah. He's he's legitimately concerned for his life right. in this episode, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of interesting. Yeah, I think that's um, I definitely I do like this episode. Um, what's next episode fighting? I, probably more than our next episode. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a really wonderful episode. It was a good balance. I tend to get overwhelmed when Tracy gets too stupid. Yeah. And so this was like a good amount of like silliness on his part. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. Sometimes they do make him do really stupid things, but he like his shows every now and then he's got some intelligence. He's got some Mm -hmm. capability, but sometimes they dumb him down for the joke and it's frustrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, uh, I just want to talk fashion. Liz is wearing a cropped jacket. Very 2007. At the very at the Source Awards, which uh, that outfit she's wearing, yeah, yeah, black yeah. pants, black. Oh, do we want to talk about how the episode ends? Yeah, you should cover that. <laughs> she when she shoots him in the ass. <gasps> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I like blocked it out. That's just such PTSD a funny, show. and I love that it it just ends with that. That it doesn't. There's even, no resolution. No resolution. Just like I forget. Like three three seasons down, I forget. Oh yeah, Liz shot a guy. She like legit shot him. <laughs> and the gun goes off again and we don't see what happens. See that right? I don't think they could pull that off if uh, they release this episode yeah. today. That would be oh, really yeah. in bad taste. <laughs> that little too too to face the black guy. Oh my god. That's gosh. his last name. Also horrible. he's he's <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is but yeah, he shoots <laughs> because although I related kind of you know how she was like, Oh, why do guys always do this? And like, I hate carrying purses around with every fiber of my being. Yeah. Um so I'm constantly like, Oh you have a purse? Can you just hold my keys? Like I, I am Wayne Brady yeah. in that scene. But nobody shot me. I think that's the star <laughs> moment of this episode is you're like, I am Wayne Brady. <laughs> I've never thought that line before. Yeah. Uh, she was awful with that gun, like just fidgeting with it. I was so oh, nervous. Was horrifying. Man, like, oh you're you're why why some people want stricter gun laws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are why. I've been researching gun control lately too and so that was same thing i was just like mm. i read i was reading about that woman who's um was like a really big advocate for like as many guns as you want and her three-year-old shot her in the back in their car she's alive Ugh. she is no longer a public figure um wow. because her three-year-old shot her and she got she got in legal trouble because they're like you were not responsible with yeah. this gun your, your three-year-old could kill himself like Ugh. but she had literally she had like a page that was all about like why we should be able to have guns and then her three-year-old shot her in the shoulder oh my gosh hmm. it's it's ridiculous irony bites yeah it's true no kidding. it's great comedy <laughs> oh my god do you have more fashion stuff you want to talk about no it was just that short jacket i was just like mm-hmm. it looked good on her she's just getting it together um there's a couple other episodes um i think the next episode she had some good clothing too yeah but what was your favorite line kelsey I uh, I, there were so many good ones i don't know if it was you were all my children of the co- uh, there are there are so many stinking good lines in this one Oh, you know what we didn't talk about at all? What? We didn't talk about all of the fantastic things that people were saying about Donaghy Estates wine. Champagne. Oh. Uh, the urine of Satan after a hefty portion of asparagus <laughs> uh, <laughs> contains no lead and is not fatal if swallowed. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> there's so many great. It's just the dryness. Uh-huh, dryness. You see what I did there? That's a, that's a champagne term. You're it's so the dryness. Like it. I know. It's the dryness um, at which uh, Alec Baldwin uh, reads those or Jack says it. He says it's so matter of factly not offended in any way. And I love no. it. Right. Mm-hmm. But... Um, so the, is that one of those your favorite line? No, Alma, do you okay. have a favorite I line? Think, I think my favorite line actually is is in the midst of the rap that's happening. And Donaghy kind of rhymes with party, which is cool. <laughs> 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 that one is so good. I liked that, that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 
I would say one of those is my favorite line, the the no lead that contains no lead. <laughs> but I really did like when um, when Liz was at the table with Steven mm-hmm. and he starts like like singing, I guess. Oh, yeah. oh. you better watch <laughs> out. Yeah. Don't, Don't make a, it. Uh, crow, what is it? You uh, you better watch out. Don't because Hillary's wearing a Yankees cap. Um, and she's like, we've seen oh, this too many boy, times. Boy, are you singing? <laughs> <laughs> and I could relate. I was like, that is probably word for word what I would have said. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of just so like, trying to keep it together on a bad day. So I kind of liked that that line on account of I mean, that, mo- that was a good moment i think between mm-hmm. moment them. they have good. great chemistry and i'm kind of oh, bummed they so um good. i mean i'll spoil the story he doesn't come back ever on the show and that <laughs> bums me out even when she goes and like visits old boyfriends like that would have been a perfect time to go after me like oh right Steven. <laughs> i know for her just i mean like nope he's like singing on the piano she's yeah. like nope i'm walking do you know out. what's in it sorry we'll get to your favorite line in a second um <laughs> okay <laughs> so, kelsey so we'll get there um i the when when Liz is asking like what's the big deal with guns anyway and Trace is just like I think I speak for all men when I say it's because guns are metal penises like he's just so deadpan <laughs> about it and they're like mm-hmm, yep that's what it is like okay and then and Jack is behind him being like yep yep mm-hmm. it is it is I I feel like that's a line she wrote that feels like something she oh, would say yeah. in her voice um, yeah she does a really good job of imbuing gender and comedy and not in a way that feels gendered mm-hmm. do you know what I mean that doesn't yeah, feel like generalization it feels just like thoughtful and like this is often pretty true yeah yeah, yeah. i always appreciate that she has a really her. good balance of tongue-in-cheek yeah, yes she does my favorite line mm-hmm. thank you for asking uh-huh. we're getting there um it's stupid but it's because i've quoted it i mean i would almost say the old leather pumpkin but honestly it's the manatee has become the mental uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly my favorite lines are mainly chosen for the fact of things i've said in real life many times and that is one um and when i was counseling junior hires it's definitely yes. something i whipped out so I dig so it so funny. much. I'm a fan. All right. Um, any other thoughts on this episode? I'm good. I, yeah. Good? We're good. All right. Let's head into the next episode. You ready? Kelsey, why don't you take us into our second episode? All right. Our second episode that we're talking about today is the 17th episode of season one called The Fighting Irish. Air date was March 8th, 2007. Director was Denny Gordon, who has done Burn Notice, Alan McBeal, Sports Night, um, and two episodes of The Office. Writers were Tina Fey and Jack Burdett. This is ironic. He did Sports Night. That's the Aaron Sorkin show, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then Studio 60 was happening, but he was working on 30 dun, Rock. Dun, dun, dun. Traitor. Oh. That was really beautiful. I, <laughs> I should have harmonized. I know. Like the, um, the recap. <laughs> that would have been perfect for this episode, too. <laughs> the recap for this episode is that Tracy tries to get religious. Liz decides to take the extreme route to getting competition out of the way with Flower Guy. And we meet Jack's family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I wrote on this when I was taking notes in all caps with three exclamation marks was Floyd. Oh, because he's was, wonderful. Because I, as soon as I saw Jenna and uh, Jenna and Liz walking in together, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's the the workout scene, and I yes. just love that. I love how she twists. She is in perfect timing with the music, uh-huh. but which is what makes it so funny. But she's so off, and when she like jumps the wrong moment, oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny watching her do that because you know they had like a class, and she wasn't allowed to watch that. Like they taught everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, don't give up ponytail. <laughs> That's always the best. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. So you say Floyd, but do we even know nope. his name yet? Nope. Okay. Nope. So that I was confused. Yeah. Actually. No. Yeah. We don't. We should. I, I forget Floyd. that yeah. we don't know his name. I keep forgetting. That's yeah. we, yeah, we have Floyd. no. I don't know when we learn his name. I think it's the end of this episode. Is it? Is it this episode? No, it's I don't not. Think so. Yeah. Not yet. All right. We Jason Sudeikis. Yet. We should call him Jason. Yeah. Well, everyone now knows. Jason his name is shows Floyd. up, and then 
Um, she is just so awkward and funny with him. Like, you can sweat on me. I'm like, ugh. It's pretty bad, but that's what we do when we love someone. <laughs> right. I wrote I wrote down, I'm like, oh, Liz Lumler is really cute. And then I realized it's Amy on Veep because I just started watching Yeah, Veep. I was going to say was it's like, Anna Klomsky or yeah. Chomsky, however you say her name. Yeah. I, I've watched her so many times and I've never recognized her. And I've watched Veep for years. Oh, how funny. So I had this weird moment. And then someone else from Veep is on this episode, too. The, um, there's like oh, the jerk yeah, senator yeah. who always says really inappropriate things to women. Yep. Um, I don't that. I mean, it's oh, totally man, satirical. The, the brothers, right? Isn't he one of Jack's brothers? No, no, no. It's the number one. If Nathan Lane and Jack are like looking around and they see that guy yelling at his kids and they're like, we should really that's get the family yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. That guy is on Veep as well. That's what, that, that's who I was picturing, but I forgot it was one of the brothers. But I was just really intrigued because Veep is filmed. Um, I know it was a stupid thing. A lot of comedians start in New York, but I had a moment where I'm like, that's so weird. There's a couple of Veep actors because Veep is filmed on Paramount. So it's here. Uh, um, so I got really lost, but that's a really silly reason to get lost. But, but I was really <laughs> excited that it was Anna Klumsky. She's super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, when she makes a lot, when they're like talking about the flowers and like, I just threw them out. It was going to that really bad flower smell. I didn't know that was a thing until a couple years ago when somebody was no longer working at my company, like went to their office afterwards to collect all of their equipment. And there was a bouquet of, you know, there's a difference between drying out flowers and then saving them. And then just flowers that rot there and in just, the vase rotting. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And we couldn't like, we all had joke like we hated going to our office because it always smelled and we didn't know why oh my god and then after we were cleaning stuff out and like we looked at that and then the flowers were removed and a week so later funny. it felt so, smelled so much better we're like she had those nasty flowers in there for who knows how long like uh, uh now the stems have like melted into the water <laughs> right oh so nasty that's such a mrs haversham type mm. of thing oh you know? man that's right mm-hmm. great expectations mm-hmm. reference well done i know also <laughs> that's what's happening right there with those flowers they're definitely well, i'm like gonna get rid of I, start, I, start, I started talking about that i looked over there and i like looked away real quick <laughs> no, no judgment i'm throwing them out today I've, I've been keeping them because they weirdly they're dying well like some flowers die I nicely and i know how that is um but it's disgusting and i just didn't want to touch it also <laughs> so i'm gonna get rid of them but um okay we need to talk about that panda video they show because that's a favorite of mine i remember that video i that love out. that video so that was that was all the rage at this time that or? video it yeah totally okay. the sneezing and then there's uh, the farting there's also the farting panda that scares its mother i think that's a different one or no no that's on parks and rec when they're trying to break good news they show a video of a baby panda farts and it scares its mother yeah um I remember that but i really like i watch a lot of you guys i watch a lot of panda videos <laughs> i follow a lot of panda pages because my favorite video is the woman who's cleaning the panda enclosure and all the pandas keep knocking the but she's like trying to sweep the leaves but all the pandas keep knocking over the baskets so the leaves get out and oh, it's like funny. a 20 minute like existential nightmare that's the cutest thing you've ever seen because these pandas well and it's a woman yelling at them in mandarin or maybe cantonese i don't know why i said i don't know but like yelling at them in like a chinese specific language and like trying to pull them out and it's so cute i'll send it to you both that's That's amazing i watch it when i'm sad at work that's funny (laughs) yeah i feel like it's one thing to to make like a passing reference to something that's going on during the time that the episode airs Mm -hmm. but to actually like show a viral video (laughs) I like it's, it. It I was like very nostalgic. Style. I like, I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really, really funny. I love that video. Guys, I could watch panda videos. All <laughs> They're so mischievous. <laughs> oh. Um, I guess we're not going to talk about panda videos anymore. That's I don't fine. have anything to contribute. <laughs> if someone were to ask me about a panda video, I would talk. There's the there's all these videos that are going out where, like, in it must be in China that they're all 
wearing like the handlers are wearing panda the, the, costumes. the costume soaked in panda urine yeah it's like Ew. yeah gross. it's so that it's to keep them from being comfortable with humans so that they'll stay away from humans in the wild it's it's in them so they can reintroduce them in the wild but it's amazing because i'm pretty sure the way we have reptilian theory that pandas have a, their own reptilian theory because they're like this looks like a panda and it smells like a panda but something's wrong what's reptilian theory <laughs> reptilian theory is this idea that we uh that the earth that like these aliens have come i'm gonna misrepresent reptilian theory i could there's videos on it <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the big conspiracies but basically that all the people manipulating and leading the world system are actually reptilian aliens in disguise as humans and they're like controlling that everything of Doctor Who. yeah i'm, not, I'm yeah. not even joking yeah and so it's like a really common theory that basically that obama is actually this reptile alien wearing a human mask um really common huh <laughs> every, every time he like sticks out his tongue they're like see he's a lizard like Forked. that kind of thing no I'm gonna, but it, i'm probably gonna see this all the time now but right? like i had no idea this was a mm. like a subculture it's like it, it's, it became a little bit of an internet meme um not harambe level but like a pretty solid so oh, no i did it i mentioned it here <laughs> but it's like an internet meme but i can like there's a really actually great comedic video that explains reptilian theory and like 40 seconds we're gonna get like 17 videos sent to us after this podcast. i know it's gonna be really great <laughs> study up study but Funny. i really love um but i just i moment i saw those photos of the panda we're gonna talk about pandas for a long time that's what this podcast is um it's it, there's just all these photos of these pandas with all these people in weird panda costumes i'm just like man if i were a panda i'd be like something's not right man <laughs> just in the way that like stoners here are like this isn't this isn't real man i don't like this it's so similar to me mm. That's my one stand-up bit I have. I'm going to keep working on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> Please change the subject now. I'm done. We can. Um, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, so we we get to this whole thing where Tracy decides that he needs, or his lawyer decides he needs to get religious. Oh, in advance in of committing advance a crime. Committing, which is very intelligent. It's such oh, a very. forced premise for this episode. They're like, all right, what do we do? What if he just has to get a religion for something that hasn't happened? It's such a forced premise. I like, I like it. Totally it. Is, I like it. But I, like I just like it. the, like, good how, like Judaism good or Unita- or just Unitarianism. <laughs> and then what was the church practicology and how he got turned down because <laughs> that interview scene the the moon doesn't exist vampires are the world's greatest golfers but they're curses that they'll never prove it there are 31 <laughs> letters in the white alphabet like I, <laughs> was that like was that a knock on scientology, scientology. okay yeah. i w- wasn't sure if that was a real i think that was like a joke e-meter. I yeah, I think, yeah yeah, especially I, yeah because I thought so what if it started because <laughs> of this episode <laughs> no. like, we, like google scientology it's like all, a cult right? Right? started tracy here. morgan and, and uh, tom yeah. cruise are like bffs yeah it was a funny it was one of those like what is going on do you know the yes. most one of well, i have an obsession with pop culture autobiographies and uh leah remini's autobiography is fascinating who's that uh the mom from king of queens the wife okay and, but she was a scientologist for years and got out of it really? and it's her talking like she was at tom and katie's wedding and it was like all this drama because she wasn't like it, it was just and, and i it's obviously it's it's one-sided i'm sure there are things that are you know you, it's okay i'm gonna cut this out because scientologists uh, c- control the uh, hollywood so i'm, I'm joking <laughs> i'm looking at you like are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> you were so serious no but i'm gonna cut this out because otherwise they're gonna make sure we never win an oscar right like it was going clear so but funny. it was it was really interesting her whole thing i couldn't stop no it's a very unique world so i thought it was a really really clever slight joke yeah yeah at, and then you get the, the great line, religion. the Liz Lemon line of, I pretty much just do whatever Oprah tells me. <laughs> <laughs> That's very her. Like, very, it's super consistent so with her. the character. I really enjoyed um, Tracy's conversation with Jenna, where, let's the see. The Kabbalah monster? 
Uh, I don't remember if that's what it was. Probably this, was. This where it, it mixes the fun parts of Judaism with magic. magic. <laughs> where do you worship? Where don't you worship? <laughs> but doesn't that also sound like how sometimes people talk about Christianity? Yeah. Like yeah. we worship everywhere. everywhere. So funny. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like or then it. you get the the there's a lot of controversy in the Irish Catholic Church because of the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah. that, I saw Spotlight Man. <laughs> That's a um, good joke. Yeah, but I want to go back because Jack. Wait, sorry, is, can we if we we can finish up the religion thing? Yeah, go for it. Then you get Tracy going to Kenneth's church with him, oh, Reverend no. Gary. <laughs> I have. He a, just looked at me. He, I whatever he sure, says. He just pointed at me. He sure did. Hey, there we go. Thank you. Oh, oh my like, gosh, it's one of those line. weird, inexplicable things about uh, Kenneth that doesn't really make sense uh-uh. like, i mean nothing about him really makes sense but yeah. that really makes you you're like huh but it's take. in the back of like a cuban restaurant <laughs> so funny. and then they lose half the congregation every he time looks, american idol starts back oh my up. gosh he looks so enchanted sitting mm-hmm. there in the pew i mean he's just sitting there so happy so like, eager he's yeah. like the ideal like attendee yeah he is but funny. reverend gary just i love how much of us like a farce that is of like like southern preachers mm-hmm. it was absurd but like all right yeah. fire and brimstone sinners yeah. in the hands of an angry god like yeah let's do yeah this. reverend gary though i love that he is a running thing that they don't just drop him like he becomes he he shows up in all seven seasons right i think so i think so he's really funny and you're right that's a really interesting part of kenneth because kevin is so quiet and loving that mm-hmm. this is the church he goes to mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um i like oh we get so oh i didn't even talk about this in the little recap so a whole other part of this is that Jack tells Liz, you got to lay off 10% of your employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it turns into her whole staff sucking up to her majorly. We get Frank wears a hat that says Liz rocks. Um, and it has her, like, I, I love that scene of her walking in front of Rockefeller Center. As With she's everyone being nice to her. Mm-hmm. And they're in street, like, you make smart sexy. And just like, here's your favorite coffee. And she's like, that's not right. And like, nice hat. <laughs> I just, I love that whole just scene of them walking in. It's nice mm-hmm. because they just do not appreciate her so often. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. she is just, again, we talk about it. She's so put upon. She's so taken advantage of. Even though it was false, it was really nice to see people appreciate her. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I thought mm-hmm. she was going to milk it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did a good job of yeah. being fair uh, well mm-hmm. i mean no she made bad decisions <laughs> but pretty bad ones no but we, we need to go back to a joke too with uh jack when he says last time he saw his brother was when he was getting him out of disney jail yes. disney yes. jail. i wrote that down as well disney jail is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. being an orange county kid yeah, but that is a thing it is a real thing and it i'm is? always trying mm-hmm. it is a real oh, thing yeah. i've never been <laughs> it's a giant room not to the jail but to disneyland <laughs> You've never been to Disney? No, I'm just not interested. Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, that's a thing too. Like, Lines, like we grew, and you grew up on the East Coast. Did you ever go to Disney World? I grew up in Wisconsin, not okay. East Coast. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Further east than us. I said that like really that was snidely. So offensive. Further yeah. east. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, not only did I not grow up near it, I'm just not interested in no, the Disney thing. World. Yeah, but well, there's I used a to jail? joke like. Yeah, like oh. if you do something bad at Disneyland, I've had friends who get in there. I had friends who were to get drunk. Basically, they can't. Disneyland has just enough power because it's so large. They mm-hmm. have just enough power. They basically hold you for a certain amount of time for the police Whoa. to come get you. So they will come and they'll put you. And it's from what I've gathered from people I know. who You've known people that end up in Disney jail, right? What? My friends are. I run with an edgy crowd. <laughs> I ran with a really edgy Cause, crowd. Because mm-hmm. we grew up all having passes to Disneyland. So we didn't want to end up in Disney jail. That's true. No, I mm-hmm. went to a school where everyone was wealthy and trying to like act out because they're oh, mad at their parents. True. So people get really drunk and end up at Disneyland or would take drugs at Disneyland. And then obviously be a bunch of 19 year olds 
acting like fools. So they would get put in Disney jail, which is basically, it was a really, from what I've got, it's a really large kind of concrete room. Um, like a holding cell. Yeah. It's like a holding cell, but it's big. It's really big. But I was picturing like a there. roped off part of a parking lot. No, I know. But then people like, drive just, in and they see they, you like, uh. like a bouncer unhooks it. And you can go oh, out. Yeah, exactly. No, but, but no, this is a concrete room. It's a concrete room where they can hold you for up to eight hours for the police to come get you. They'll <gasps> give you to the police and you can get banned from Disneyland. It's right? like a legitimate thing. <laughs> She's like, I now want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. It's That's like a really legitimate weird. Thing. But, and, yeah. he, and he was in Disney jail for punching Goofy in the face. <laughs> That's funny. No one can blame him for that. Um, mm. Can we talk about that? So when Eddie and Jack, they're, they're figuring out their relationship is and they're yelling all the different things back and forth. I convinced you you had lupus. I slept with your prom date. I microwaved your parakeet. Like, <laughs> Ew. I remember like, that. Uh, that just grosses That's me out. So mean. So gross. Parakeet. I mean, it probably did what like a peep does when you put it in the microwave. Oh, oh sorry guys. I I just had kidding. to go there. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I was thinking that, <laughs> but then you're like, I'm not gonna I'm say not that. Gonna say that because that on record. Uh, gross. I felt like I needed to be said. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, Liz Lemler. I read one point that she kind of looks like Topanga from Boy Meets World. I feel like she does a little bit. It's when the hair. Yeah, it's it's the hair. It's the big wavy, mm. like sandy brown blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love all these YMCA jokes. They're in a couple of these episodes, but like her, them going there, um, because going to the YMCA. Yeah, like going to the YMCA and like men living there. She, it gets referenced because that's where she worked where for she, so yeah. long in Bossy Pants. She talks about that was her oh. first job after college was a YMCA in Chicago. And about her, Tina, her old Tina Fey. Tina yeah. Fey. Talk about her power of like having to buzz somebody in if they were a jerk. She would like buzz it too fast. So they had. To, uh, and like look at her and she'd have to buzz it again like that was her power move it's just really funny because i hadn't noticed it until this watching but like the show was peppered with her ex- I, with ymca jokes because that was her experience for mm-hmm. so long hmm. and i found that funny and just sad that scene where he's like feeding the dog i don't know if he's feeding the dog human food and eating it or eating dog food but yeah i wasn't sure about that either um so we meet a whole lot of jack's siblings in this episode we do and i don't know are these all siblings are from well his relation his genealogy gets confusing in later seasons it's really but weird from what we know right now so are these all kids from colleen and dead dad do you think or is it is it the dad has had multiple wives and these are all step siblings i couldn't figure that out either actually because you never hear colleen talking about other kids well you do you don't hear colleen talking about other kids but you do hear colleen talked about and you do get a sense that they were colleen and his father were together for a while yeah i can't t- i mean i don't know i don't know if you've tracked this hard we're weird but uh as i, mean, I say to alma I, I, no i think this is one of the moments where we have to <laughs> no offense to kelsey yeah but like where you have to suspend you can't think the, about the yeah yeah the actual i know genealogy. that's that's your style and that works for like yeah. a lot of things but this is one thing it's almost like funnier if you don't think about it yeah it's I mean, like it's where true. did all these kids come from and oh, they I disappear I, I like the idea though that it's colleen and this dad and that colleen just hates all of her other kids and just like jack <laughs> the only one she talks about she's like a bougie mom right like she's oh super bougie her? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, she, yeah. she's like um like an older um how would you describe her she no no she i've got a very specific uh who is the actress from annie hall diane oh, keaton. keaton dear lord it's embarrassing she has a diane keaton-esque like, oh, she wears I like men's clothing but looks mm-hmm. really feminine still she's very diane keaton-esque contemporary very urban nice yeah. i really like her but we haven't met her yet i have an issue with this so we talk a lot about the show like you know the wine mexico thing they keep mm-hmm. a lot of jokes running this is the one thing they really drop is yeah. his father and his brothers and sisters we never see them again mm-hmm. really and that bo- that actually bothers me yeah. because they are so intentional with keeping jokes running which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things about this show and but then and maybe it's because they had a lot of really 
I mean, Nathan Lane and Molly Shannon are big gets. And mm-hmm. those, I mean, the other actors are amazing too. Those are just the two I know. Those are the siblings? Yeah. Yeah. So Nathan Lane is the main one. He's with Eddie. Um, also, I have a really hard time watching Nathan Lane be straight because my biggest experience of him is in uh, The Birdcage. I haven't seen that. Because it's that Robin Williams movie where he's a, uh, oh, you guys got to watch, uh, you guys got to watch The Birdcage. It's one of the best Robin Williams <laughs> movies. But he plays like, I like uh, a drag queen. Flubber? Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at you right now. Left field. <laughs> or, or Jumanji. Jumanji. The way you said Jum- Jumanji. Jumanji. Uh, or, or Hook. Those are the... Hook's no. a good one, actually. But Nathan Lane plays a drag queen in The Birdcage, and it's one of my favorite movies. Really? And so I have a hard time seeing him play straight. Um, because I'm okay. just like, you're a drag queen, and you're really good at it. <laughs> Every time I was in a scene with the siblings, I just wanted to leave the room. That's like, a- I I just was not interested in Me watching either. them. Yeah, it just wasn't like... it. I think... I can understand why some people probably appreciated that, but I just, I was like, eh, like maybe, and maybe it's because I know that they don't come back. That yeah, you it's don't, not, you never see them. He's again. not building relationships with them. Yeah. No. And that genuinely makes me sad because I feel like the Nathan Lane character, the brother that was, that could be funny and that could grow. Or again, why would you have Molly Shannon be on something for five minutes? Like mm. she's an incredible actress. It really bothered me that we only had her for a little bit. Yeah. So things like that, I was like, meh. Um, I do like that at the end when because it, it ends with with Liz getting knocked out, but that yeah, I, I like the uh, w- oh when there's one of the brothers I think is yelling in the audience Jack Donaghy don't you dare raise your fist to my dead father and then I call same size as the bicentennial brawl like this is just a thing that they do yeah, yeah same size as the bicentennial is kind of cute yeah. that was a funny line like they're they're so used to fighting that they <gasps> they have like teams. <laughs> Yeah. Also, the Bicentennial was in 1976. So, <laughs> and I know that because there's a dam that they made in Orange County for the Bicentennial and it has a painted on there. So, so that's the funny. only reason I ever think about the Bicentennial. That's really funny. Mm. Yeah, I just, I'm bummed. I just, for me, if you bring Molly Shannon on, you keep her. You don't mm-hmm. have her for two minutes and then you lose her. She's too good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's personal beef. Mm-hmm. I like that really topical reference to the lady astronaut. Lady with a plan, adult diapers, uh. mace, drive to from Houston, um, from Houston to wherever she was going. Do you remember that lady astronaut thing that I happened in the news? Don't. Wait, was that in this episode? Yeah, that's when this did episode. She talk about that? It's when they're talking. It's like well, you look like that lady astronaut. Oh, when it's Liz. No, 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 no. This is this episode. The because la- that's in the end. You're right, but the lady astronaut was a thing that actually happened. You guys don't remember that? Was that the teacher who was on the? No, you guys don't remember this. This no. is interesting. The lady astronaut thing was this huge thing that happened. I shouldn't say huge. Like, you don't remember this, but like, it was this weird cultural thing that happened. Let me look it up. I'm going to Google this just to make sure I don't get the details wrong. But it was one lady astronaut wanting to kill the wife of another astronaut. Crazy astro. <laughs> crazy <laughs> astronaut. Let me pull this up to be sure. But um, yeah, Lisa Nowak. Basically, yeah, I remember because she's almost the same age as my mother. Um... She gained, <laughs> this is on Wikipedia, Noah gained international attention in 2007 when she was arrested in Orlando, Florida, and subsequently charged with kid, attempted kidnapping of U.S. Air Force Captain Colin Shipman, who was romantically involved with astronaut William Opheline. Nowak was released on bail, initially pled not guilty. Her, um, her assignment to space agency as an astronaut was terminated. But here's, let me, let's do, hold on, let's not do this. 
charges of, let me get the actual details so Noak drove from Houston to Orlando Florida on February 4th to 5th 2007 she packed latex gloves a black wig a BB pistol and ammunition pepper spray a hooded tan trench coat two pounds drilling hammers black gloves rubber tubing plastic garbage bags $585 her computer an 8 inch knife and drove 900 Whoa. miles to Florida she wore space diapers during the trip is one of the things that came out that she was oh wearing these goodness. diapers um, I'm trying to remember exactly so what happened so she didn't have to stop Dude, that's so intense. <laughs> I had to do, it was a jealousy thing too. I'm trying to get the exact. Oh, immediately after William Ophelin's divorce, he and Lisa Nowak became involved with each other. Their affair lasted two years. He broke it off and started a relationship with Colleen Shipman. So she tried to go kill Colleen Shipman. It was this crazy thing with this, oh, re- again, okay. this really intense, like high up in US ranking snapped and tried to kill someone and they oh. caught her. But again, she was wearing diapers. So it got a lot of media attention. <laughs> That's um, a good story. But that's what they're referencing. And I thought oh, it was a really funny, timely joke because I always forget about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that actually happened. That Who happened. was making a joke? Because that's a pretty smart joke. Was Pete that, said it. And it had it. just happened. It Pete had just it. Oh, happened okay. when Got they it. did this. Got but it. he was like, you look like that late. You're like that lady astronaut because she's trying to fire Liz Lemler. It's oh, a jealousy that's right. thing. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Fun context, guys. <laughs> I, lo- I remember that story very vividly and being like, what the hell just happened? I'm glad <laughs> I know this. It's interesting, right? Something. Yeah. It reminds me of that moment in Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, I swear this relates, where Tina Fey's like, or Liz, Tina Fey's character is like, oh, this woman's going to drive. It's a great moment for women. And the woman backs up into something and crashes through a wall. Oh, that was like, in the mm, This is really bad for women. This is bad for women <laughs> everywhere. It's the same thing. It's like, man, we got a lady astronaut. Oh, she went crazy and tried to kill uh, someone over jealousy of a man. Oh, <laughs> so, well, that's like, there's the line in this one where it's like, where she's realizing, where she's talking to Jack, like, this is what I just did. And, and, and I love the way that Jack goes, Lemon, is this about a boy? Like, <laughs> but what's his name? You still think our next president should be a woman? Uh, which I think. <laughs> and then True. I'm going to go talk to some food about this. Like, there's just so That's many. That's a great line. Food. The classic, classic Liz this. Lemon line. Oh, man. Um, He's very kind to her over how completely yeah. unprofessional that was. Like, obnoxiously yeah. unprofessional. Well, it, re- it reminds me of in, in the Bible, in Bossy Pants, where she talks about how in the midst of all the anthrax stuff, how anthrax got mailed to somebody on one of the other floors and, T- and Tina was, like, sitting there in her office and saw on the news that anthrax at 30 Rockefeller Center and she got in her car and left and, and didn't, like, stop to tell anybody else. She's like, I passed Drew Barrymore, who was the host, on the way out the door and I didn't say a thing. And a couple hours later, Lauren Michaels called and said, Tina, like, we're all back. We're ordering dinner. Drew came back a couple hours ago. <laughs> like, that, and that it was his way. He wasn't just like, you freaking crazy woman. Like, we're all good. Like, you want to come on back? That's just what it kind of reminded me of. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. It's kindness. It's one of those like mercy moments where you're really grateful yeah. for a good boss. Like sometimes we have crazy moments. We're all allowed it. We're allowed to be a little crazy sometimes. I just want to talk about that last. So that last scene, um, Liz tries to fire Liz Lemler. Um, Jack fixes it, but then transfers her and gives her a promotion. So mm-hmm. it fixes also that was Liz's sweet. problem. That was another yeah. sweet like boss employee. Very much so. It's Not really much. sweet. But um, I really liked, again, that was super kind of him to do that but then i like that she gets in sorry about your girlfriend like she sounds so unsympathetic and floyd is not bothered in the not least. A, his little smart i wrote that i was like uh floyd's smirking the elevator at the end and i wrote a heart <laughs> <laughs> that was just uh, the only thing sorry, again flower guy flower guy, flower guy smirking I don't know. I just found it. I was like, I would be wary of Liz. Like she just did something super crazy for a man who's in another relationship. Right. I would have been uh, beware. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> but whatever. We love Liz. But yeah. red flag. Because I'm sure like his girlfriend didn't just go home and say, I just got fired. It was like that crazy woman you sent flowers to stormed into my office and yeah. said, you're fired. And also she sucked up to me first and wanted to hear my story mm-hmm. and then went a little crazy. Like 
he obviously knows that it wasn't just yeah. oh, rough day at work i got mm-hmm. fired mm-hmm. yeah and again we hear the theme of trying to have it all right it's verbalized mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. i again it's a it's an idea i really enjoy in the show but do you have any thoughts on the other thoughts on this episode alma I'm good. Yeah. Did you like this one? It wasn't nearly as good as the other one to mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, but the sibling thing just wasn't really my bag. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I did enjoy seeing um, that shot of Liz on the ground after being punched and then Jack like shaking over her in rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's really charming. Um, the one that oh, we haven't mentioned that this is another moment of insight into Pete's family life. The Horn Hornberger family planning moment, <laughs> that because this because this comes into play later on of uh, of Pete scared that his wife might be pregnant, although she thinks he got a vasectomy, mm-hmm. um, and so for safety reasons he needs a key to her apartment. I know to Liz's, and I think that's yeah, that was sweet. That's another that's example funny. of a good of a good relationship. I think that it's there's nothing sexual about it at all. It's just like yeah. a good a good relationship like Liz and Jack's. Mm-hmm. I just thought of a joke in the future that's coming, and I'm really excited for it. <laughs> Don't mind me laughing. Oh, I like it. Favorite lines? I think I'm going to talk to some food about this. I was going to say that too. Mm-hmm. It's such a good line. It's just so indicative of her. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. How about you? Um, it might be don't give up ponytail <laughs> at the beginning. Or also, uh, or maybe come here, you magnificent good douchebag. That they say to Eddie, it's like all the siblings yell at Eddie when he walks in the door and like, come mm. here, you magnificent douchebag. And they're just mm-hmm. all excited to see him. Boston love. Yes, yeah. very much so. It's a very strange kind of love. Very bizarre. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I do have one last fact. They're like, I am the decider. That's a George W. Bush quote. Oh, that is was it? Really? To say. Yeah. Oh, so wow. that was them again ripping off George W. Bush uh-huh. for the show. Intriguing. <laughs> but that's all I had on this one. I like it. I think it's funny. It had like moments I love, but overall it wasn't as like yeah. thematically like as good of an episode as they've had elsewhere. Mm-mm. We're kind of getting one good one bad every time. Not bad. Again, bad this and This is why rock. we do two mm-hmm. episodes per podcast episode. Mm-hmm. It's good. So we're not like this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks plan. for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's really exciting. It is. Oh my gosh. My friend Alma is so talented. She really, really is. She's really talented. I'm excited. I know. So. Shucks. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Alma Cook with Muffin Top.
And my muffin top is all that whole grain low fat. I know you want a piece of that, but I'm just here to dance to checking out my sweet hips, sugar coated berry lips. I know you wanna get with this, but I'm just here to dance. <laughs> it's such a battle to not laugh except that you're so good that I then I get lost in the music yeah, right it's sexy, so right? good it, 100% <laughs> Kiss my oh man that song with Jenna I think Jenna Maroney could have taken a couple of lessons from you right? on how to perform this when, that was great that was exciting. when Kimmy sent me <laughs> I screenshotted this on my phone she sent me a text that said like a couple weeks ago um, I just sent you the song on Facebook. You don't have to do the moans if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, all right, there we go. Because we had an awkward moment. I did, I did the Jenna moans at one point when yeah. it, it did not go well. Very uncomfortable and so very funny. weird. But she texted yeah. me afterwards. She's like, why did I do that? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you can take those out if you want. <laughs> so in character. Uh, but you know, that That's was cute. amazing. Yeah. You did such a great Thanks. job. I've been so it. talented, Alma. I'm Thank just so excited you. about what you do. I just want to also affirm in you, you have such a heart, not for just the music, but for the message of the music and how message can impact people as um, a medium. And what better message than a muffin top? Exactly. So this, I think this song really embodied what you're about as that a musician. Your Definitely top. all these lines just kind of strung together with the, cheap rhymes and the, <laughs> the, the weak bakery analogy right. it's a really overstretched I analogy like it. i liked it it, it was good. a challenge yeah you, t- you did really beautiful things with a very Thanks. very silly song thank so you. thank you so much yeah, it was great do you have anything you want to plug do you have any upcoming shows or just even like social media you want to plug so people can find you if they want to hear the rest of your amazing music um, my twitter and my handle for everything really is here alma h-e-a-r-a-l-m-a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instagram twitter cool find her she sometimes uses she used a couple of my instagram photos for her uh, last <laughs> album and it made me really happy i did you use that one the my one's a bit oh, yeah, your travel size ep mm-hmm. yeah i was really excited <laughs> about that i felt really affirmed as a photographer <laughs> with, of an iphone your iphone photography mm-hmm. you're good good eye thanks man i like it all right kelsey plug you, yourself you can find me everywhere at redheaded blonde and just everywhere in general just everywhere in general if you just <laughs> holler redheaded blonde wherever you're at i just like pop out behind a wall it's kind of fun it's so creepy <laughs> and i want to try that but yeah redheaded blonde find me follow me you're like the uh went like a good neighbor state farm is there redheaded blonde is there <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> and what about you miss kimmy lucas um, at Kimchi Lucas everywhere. Kimchi like the lovely Korean food. I am culturally appropriating something. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love kimchi. Um, Do you remember our our handles for stuff? We're at Talk Thirty Two Me Pod everywhere. Follow us. Um, the Instagram is just it's a mixture of updates on this podcast slash. 30 Rock memes I like. <laughs> so you should do it. I post a lot of fun things on there. Um, Follow us on Twitter. You can email us. Yeah, email us. You're good coaching me through this, That's and right. I'm doing a terrible job. No, you're fine. You're fine. You can email us at talk pod at gmail.com. We've received some of your emails. They're really lovely, and thank yeah. you. They're we'll, very sweet. We read them all, even if we don't respond or talk about them. But we, Yeah. One of these days, we'll probably talk about a couple of them. Yeah. So hold on tight. You can give us some reviews on iTunes. Find us there. Please do. That'd That's what helps the podcast grow. So, it's a lot of you fun. You know, I'm not begging. But, but I'm are. But I'm begging. She's on her knees. I'm, I literally <laughs> am, actually, if you think about it. So... <laughs> Well, we're so good at ending this podcast. We are. We're happy Alma was here. Oh, Alma, you're so good. Thank you for humoring me and doing this. This was so fun. You're welcome. Thank you. And I hope you enjoyed the the biscuits. I really did. Good. (laughs) You should have had muffins. Mean cook. Yeah, I totally unfroze them and baked them. We should have had had muffins. 
next time. I know. I was uh, just not on theme the entire the time. Off. That's all right. Yeah. All right. Muffin bottoms. <laughs> all right. I think we're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.